Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hi. Happy Mama's Day to all the mothers out there. How you doing today? Welcome to AfterBuzz's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. I'm your host, with Liam. I'm at home here with my girls, Erica Edwards. What's up, party people? <laughs> and a new mama with her puppy debuting. Oh. Debuting, okay, Drew J. Debuting, okay, Drew J. Yes, hello, party mother. Feeling very um, maternal, <laughs> as you can see. So cute. So cute. Um, Ken. Oh, Ken, Ken, yes, I love it. Yes. Um, we are missing Danny tonight, but we will uh, see her next week for the reunion. I heard Danny's going to hold it down for a couple weeks. So, uh, <laughs> Danny, you better get up in here, girl. <laughs> take over, take over. Um, you know, we're going to talk about the reunion tonight. I don't know why it's three parts. We were just talking about this right before we went live. Like, do we need, did we need three parts? We could have just done this in one. Um, I feel like this has been on for so long. Like, I'm ready for Potomac. I'm ready for Married to Medicine. But, uh, yes, I'm I'm still upset that Potomac was delayed, but we won't get into that. But you know what? I actually kind of love a Zoom reunion because you really get to see everyone's face expressions. I, like, really liked watching this reunion. I mean, I'm just speaking for me, but I thought it was really funny. Yeah, I thought it was, I felt like people were more comfortable being in their own space. I felt like they definitely felt like I'm at home. I can say what I want to say. You're not going to talk to me crazy at my house. So that was kind of an interesting dynamic, I think. Yeah. And um, I want, I don't want to start out like negative because it was so funny. I was laughing right away. Um, like Erica said, 
you know, they're at home, we're at home. So I felt like a new level of comfortability as well watching the show because I was just like, my guard was down. Usually when you watch these shows, I, I feel very intense when we're going to go into the reunion. It's like we're going into the lion's den as well. And this reunion felt different. Mimi started right off the bat, throwing the shade. And, uh, you know, it was like a volleyball session. Kenya came right back. And, you know, we talk about the crown. We talk about the dustiness. Um, let's get into, like, the first read, which uh, was Portia wearing her crown. You said they all looked amazing tonight. Everyone's boobs were great. Maybe Eva's were a little too far apart. <laughs> it seems like we need joke episode. What did you guys think about this? Uh, beginning shade, you know, the earn it, buy it, that everyone has two sides. We started off a little shady tonight. Yeah, I like that everyone kind of showed their claws right off the bat to let each other know, like... You may, you may be ready to go, but I've been here ready to go. So let's go. Let's play. I love this. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, it's interesting. I think because they're at home, they're not like pretending to be like, oh, nice. In the beginning, so that's cool. Exactly. Well, we're all at home. I'm wearing my six feet. Uh, I hope we're all staying six feet apart. We got to be safe right now. We're still in quarantine. Um, but, you know, we're watching this. And the two sides thing I thought was really funny. I want to talk about that because it really is kind of like the breakdown of the episode. Um, they really showcase that everyone had some hands in the mud this season. Like, it was, I feel like it was Bravo trying to hold everybody accountable. They were like, even Andy asked some hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price Priceline. Good questions tonight, which I liked. So um, let's talk about Mimi and Kenya because Mimi said she's always going to win. Her and Kenya went at it right. He said Mark did a 360. Wouldn't it be a 180 if he did a turnaround at a 360? A 360, you're back at the same place, girl. <laughs> well, I was going to say, he is a straight man, so it probably was a 360. Woo! <laughs> probably kind of changed for a second was like nah <laughs> back to the old ways Erica um yeah I mean I think <laughs> Mark I don't know I'm not sure if this is kind of what she's doing to I don't know if I really believe it it's like okay y'all in quarantine is he being really nice to you on the phone like I don't know I'm not sure if I'm buying the whole 360, 180, but if he is fighting for his family, then, you know, more power to him. Good thing. Um, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, Kenya's little problem with Mark and the texting thing. And, you know, she said that this girl wanted to be his hoe and all that, you know, and, and that was really interesting because, 
even though she talked about it in such a way that it was out there, like you said, it just didn't feel like, I don't know. It just always, I don't know. My, you know, my thing with Kenya I always feels like she's hiding something, but I don't want the haters to get all crazy tonight because Kenya did a lot of things to make me laugh and I'm going to acknowledge it. Cause you know me, if I, you make me laugh, <laughs> I'm going to go with it because at the end of the day, it's an entertainment show. We're here to laugh. Baby. If you make True. us laugh, you know, it, it, it's something like almost like a roast. So um, I like that Kenya said, you know, you know, some people have to buy their crowns. You know, I earn mine. You know what I mean? But then Portia came back with the not so dusty comment, which was so funny. <laughs> um, Eva said that was disgusting. That was disgusting. Um, butting in right into Nini, causing her and Nini to go off, talking about you were on the carpet 17 years ago. Uh, man, you know, I want to talk about this. I was a huge, huge America's Next Top Model fan. I'm a 90s kid. And let me tell you, when Eva did the picture with the tarantula, that shit was fire. That shit was fire. I will never get over that photo ever in life. It truly is one of the most, in my opinion, one of the most iconic photos to ever come out of America's Next Top Model. But Eva, sis, sis, I saw that little uh, straight to DVD movie you did with Amber Rose and it was trash. If that's like the, if that's like the celebrity you're talking about post America's Next Top Model, like, you gotta do better. My good sis Nini has really been that bitch for 12 seasons now. So get together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Eva's just doing what she can to, you know, fend off the rumors that she's gonna be uh, cut, or I don't even know if they're rumors anymore, because I definitely have heard it since then. But I think this was just her way of trying to stay in the mix because she's been pregnant for two seasons and born. So. Um, I want to talk about the chat real quick and say hi to everyone. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, and you know what? I want to do some favorite looks um, because um, who gave me this idea in the live chat for the for the looks? Ooh, Shayla Ray P. Okay, so let's do the let's do our favorite looks because you know part of the reads tonight were about the looks. You know, even Portia was like, "You cute." You know, she read. Kenya to death at the end, but she was like, you're cute. So uh, let's talk about our favorite looks. I'm going to go with, uh, personally, because she did her own hair and makeup. I thought it was really good. Candy is in my top two for best looks. And then my second favorite look, um, I'm going to have to go with my girl Nini. I thought her boobs look great. I like a, a jewel on a boob kind of look. Um, it's very Britney. It's very Beyonce dangerous in love. I just love diamonds on boobs. I think it's hot. Um, so give me your favorite looks while I, I look to shout out the chat, everyone. My favorite look, it's hard because every, I really feel like some years, like there's a, some people I'm like, girl, what are you wearing? But this year, everyone really came correct in my opinion. But I think Cynthia looked like young Whitney Houston, like a la when you believe featuring mariah carey and i was just really into it <laughs> i thought she looked amazing yeah i agree i really like cynthia's hair wig whatever situation 
I really liked Nini's outfit with the boobs and the jewels. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, honestly, I have to go back and look. I don't really, it's, I think it, it is harder because you're just seeing people from like the waist up and they're all wearing white. So nothing totally oh. stood out. I thought Marlo was cute Love too, me. I think, but I don't really remember exactly what she had I do like her look. Yeah, Marlo did look cute. Marlo looked very, um, she threw some flavor in there. It wasn't so white. You know what I mean? There was little pops of color. But right. honorable mention, Kenya, she had a soft look. And I really appreciated that soft chicness. I think she wanted to contrast with the harshness of what she was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> very like first lady-esque. She looked very regal. I yeah, want to shout out Mimi Taylor. Mimi Taylor. Yes, I'm here, baby. Hi, Mimi. I'm here always for you, my love. Hi, Jean. Welcome. Uh, let's see. Miss Brown Sugar. Hey, boo-boo. Um, let's see. YTV. Hey, boo. Um, I see you guys in the live chat and you're not saying hi. You know we love to engage with you guys. So give us a little shout out. We know we love you guys. We're doing this during the quarantine. And uh you know, I want to talk about the reads real quick. You know, while Mimi and Kenya were going at it, Kenya got some good stuff in there. She said, you look like a white woman in drag. I almost died, you guys. <laughs> she said, I'm not sure if I'm watching a drag show or a scene from White Chicks. And I literally spit out my wine because I was like, like, that was just such chef's kiss A1 drag. It was just so funny. Yeah, it, she she got her good. They definitely went toe-to-toe for sure. And I don't know why they're getting so mad over the word bitch. Like, like it, you know how much we say bitch? Like, bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> but you get so mad over bitch. You know, I, it's all about tone. It's all about tone. Because bitch and bitch are two completely different things. You can call me bitch all day long, but if you call me a bitch, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm sorry. I'm what if I'm like, bitch? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I kind of <laughs> thought that Kenya and Nini were so, um, I don't know, like I, it almost got to be too much for me. So I'm like, okay, y'all don't have to go this hard. This is going to be for three hours. Like, is it just going to be this whole, I hate you the entire time? That would kind of. I don't know. I felt like it was starting to get a little bit too much, at least for me. I was like, okay, all right. Cool. Yeah. Well, Nini did shut the laptop off, which I'm like, Nini, don't run away. If you're going to come this hard right in the beginning and, you know, throw the B word out and throw the reads out and be like, I'm going to get in that ass. I really appreciate those, but don't shut the camera down and like run away. Cause I don't like that shit. What do we think about the whole throwing the kids in? Don't you feel like they've all kind of done that? They showed the receipts on Bravo TV. Yeah, I feel like everyone has said something. Was it was it Kenya who came for Kim's daughter and John Legend? Yeah. Or season before. I just feel like everyone has come at them. I personally, and this isn't because of my disdain for Kenya, I personally still don't feel like the Buffalo comment was a comment directly at Brooklyn. I feel like it was a comment on how big Kenya looked, if we're being honest. I don't think it was like, Cause you can't deny that that baby is gorgeous. And I also, I mean, the, the whole, like, you know, that wasn't even Kenya's egg thing. That is a low blow. But again, I don't feel like it was directed at the baby. I think it was directed at Kenya. 
you know, it wasn't dragging the baby. Yeah, exactly. And I think Nini explained that, you know, at least the Buffalo comment before. And yeah, like, I don't think that saying that, you know, can you use someone else's egg is, you know, is really saying anything at all about Brooklyn, actually. So yeah, and I don't know. I mean, Kenya hasn't denied it yet, so. (laughs) Wait, wait. She didn't deny the egg thing? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, did she? I don't even think she ever responded to it, or has she? Yeah, she did. She said, um, thank God her baby looks like my, my baby looks like her husband or something. But no, she acknowledged she, it tonight. Yeah, she did. Because then she said, you know, uh, we don't have to worry about your kids because they look just like you. Trying to say Nini's kids are looking crazy. I What's just the, feel like, yeah, I do feel like, though... To be a politically correct patty, I do think that the whole like the whole egg thing is a little tasteless. Just because I don't like it coming off like just like even if it was true, you're somehow saying that like women who have help, you know, getting pregnant or whatever, makes them less of a mother. Just like when Eva tried to do the whole C-section comment towards Portia, like a mother is a mother is a mother. Like let's not. Let's not try to make Kenya's a bitch. Don't get me wrong, but let's not <laughs> like, try to make her less of a mother. No matter how Brooklyn, she was blessed with Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, Portia and Eva went at it then right after that about like the C-section thing as well, and um, I don't know. Like I feel like uh, there's definitely certain kind of fires you feel when they're arguing but tonight when Portia was like really telling Eva like you talked about my child like I really believed her like it didn't feel like like a fib or like I don't know there's um I had some issues tonight and I feel like the reunion started really strong but then it started to seem like um like everyone was going to their corners and like you know, like, it was like an alliance, you know what I mean? I don't know, there was just some certain uh, politics that I do want to get into, um, but what do you guys, um, what do you guys think about this Portia and Eva thing? I will say this, this is the probably third or fourth time, in my opinion, that Eva said some real anti-Black stuff towards Black women on this show, and I personally am really over it. Um, if you remember, was it it was the season with Shamari. I can't remember if that was last season or season prior where there was like the, the comment about black, like with can and like her and candy kind of went back and forth. And then they brought it up where she called everyone nappy. And then she talked about how Portia's baby looks like a little Dennis with a bow, which I just thought like, why are you making, why are you trying to make her daughter seem masculine? Like Eva comes off very, I'm light skinned with light eyes and I'm better than everybody. And like, oh no, the dark skin girls are being mean to me. Like, that's very much how Eva comes off. And I just don't like, her. like, that's, that's such like weak, like weak bitch. Sorry, but that's really what it is. It's such weak bitch behavior, like that you really have nothing else to say that you just go for anti-Black sentiments. Erica, do you think that Eva makes inappropriate comments? Um, I think she definitely makes colorist comments and she has over the past seasons and I think because every so often I think the problem with Eva is not quite that she's fake or whatever but certain times where like oh okay I'm gonna be nice and then certain times I think 
who she really is sort of slips out. And so she makes these little comments and then all of a sudden she can't remember what she said and blah, blah, blah. So I do feel like she definitely has made some crazy comments and like, I get it that she's black, but you know, as Kenya explained to her, you are light skin, green eyes, and you know, I guess probably, you know, straight hair or whatever. So, you know, you, you do have a different um, position. So, and I think she's made comments and I think it's kind of, I think it's partially who she is, so. And, to, and I think to, that, to piggyback off of that, a lot of people, a lot of people who aren't black women who watch the show would probably be like, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. But colorism is obviously a big issue within the black community, especially amongst like colorism amongst women and how we get treated based on the color of our skin. I know as a light-skinned woman, I get treated in scenarios a lot better than say like my friends who are brown skin and dark skin. And Eva's definitely aware of her privilege and chooses to, instead of light that ass up and like, you know, uh, speak out against it and like use and use her privilege for good. She chooses to try to like make herself come off better. Like, since you don't even have a storyline, your storyline's being pregnant. So. Yeah. I feel like Eva definitely gets defensive, which is a sign of once again, they're right there that you're wrong. She's been accused of these kind of things over the seasons, like the girls have said, and she's backpedaled um, throughout the seasons, like, you know, the girls have said. So it's that defense mechanism that we don't like. It's very... Um, I don't want to take accountability and we don't like that in this kind of world these days. We like for you to acknowledge that you've offended, you know, and you need to take accountability. So I feel like she never does that. Um, and, you know, I do want to shout out CC Freak, one of my favorites. Hey, boo. Um, let's hey, hey. see. Limo, Limo Todd Beaton, as always with the legendary commentary, Angela, um, uh, Deborah Randall. I don't know, you guys. I feel like there is some certain opinions. Let's go to Twitter sphere where I'm going to um, just like read a couple tweets that are in the horizon. You know, a lot of people like the reunion. They said this is the, one of the funniest reunions that uh, that we've had, and uh, uh, I think you guys agreed, right? Didn't you guys say this was one of the funniest uh, episodes, and you guys really enjoyed it, right? I did really enjoy it. I just, I feel like the editing and everything about the Zoom reunion was so fun because you got to see in live time every single person's face when someone said something. And like, I, I ended up watching it a second time um, with my roommate. And I, I feel like I got a whole different experience because I focused on a different person this time. And it was just really, I don't know, it was really funny. It was really fun. Erica, what did you guys, what Erica, what did you think about the marriage certificate? <laughs> um I you know you, you I got to see it up close <laughs> I know Erica paused the TV and got she can have, have any piece of paper back up in there girl I don't know I don't know I mean I, I if she if she says she has it and um I don't know why no one has been able to find it but if she says that it's been properly filed and it exists then I'm not gonna call it that red stamp was weird. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I need to see the real deal. I need to see it. <laughs> I'm not even going to front. I don't know what a marriage certificate looks like. I don't even know what a committed relationship looks like. So I'm not going to judge. 
what if it's real or not. But I mean, she did come with the receipt, so I'm gonna take it as it is. I loved when Andy muted Nini. He was like, "And you're going on mute." <laughs> I feel like Andy had fun again. Yeah, definitely. I feel like this is one of the very first. Um, usually, they kind of start off slow that first that first part of the reunion. And usually, the part ones have always the last few years. They kind of suck because it's like, oh, okay, because they're just kind of waiting till the third part to kind of get to it. And so, this was one of the first years where they came in strong. And part of me is like, okay, I don't even know what's going to be left for the third part. But they definitely start off strong. I think. I don't like that in the middle and stuff. I started to think about other things. I wasn't in a, as invested in much. I think it had a strong start. But then I started to kind of reevaluate all the relationships when it came to the arguing. And it kind of felt like the same feuds over and over again. And I'm like, these are starting to feel like alliances and not friendships anymore. They're starting to feel like alliances. I don't like that feeling, you know? And right. Candy and Mimi have never really kind of been close, but it was kind of surprising out of the gate to just how Candy just kind of like came at Mimi because all season long she was like, oh, I heard there's a recording and going to lunch with Mimi. What did you guys think about that kind of scenario? And what do you guys think about the friendships? Do you feel like we need a shakeup right now? Like, do we need to add? Do we need to mix it up? Because... For me, I feel like they're feeling a little bit forced. That's why the girls were making fun of me and Portia in the after show. Don't get me wrong, it was a great moment, but this is what I'm talking about. The alliances are starting to kind of show. I do agree. I think there needs to be a shakeup. And that's why I think I was so bummed when like we got rid of like Shamari or even like Sheree, just because like they both kind of just jump around and I, I felt like they were a fun mix up. But I do think we need new people, like fresh blood, because it does get very alliancey, but I don't feel like any of the animosity towards each other is fake. I actually do think it's all very real. I think this quarantine has made it very interesting because I know for me personally, like we're all trapped in the house. You start thinking about stuff that like you haven't thought about in a long time or like you start evaluating friendships and you're like, you know what? I do got a problem with this hoe. And I feel like that's kind of like where they've all been. Like, they're just sitting in their house thinking of how they actually do have beef with so-and-so. They're watching these episodes. They're, you know, letting it fester. And now they have this reunion show where they can just air it all out and get all their frustrations out. Erica? Yeah, um, I do feel like certain friendships seem like they're, um, they're newer, not quite as authentic. Candy, I kind of feel like now all of a sudden she's super cool with Kenya. It doesn't really seem that real, really. Um, one thing I can say with Candy that's that's sort of interesting is she's kind of cool with everybody. And then, like she said, so she's cool with everybody. If the other person is talking shit about whoever, she's in it. Like, she's not like, oh, okay, well, you know, that's my friend too. She's not that person. She's like laughing and making jokes. And then she's, okay, now she's back cool with Portia, even though she was laughing at her in the other clip. So it is interesting to see that Candy is sort of, I guess, being getting a pass as the bone collector because, you know, anytime somebody's talking mess, she's right there with them. So it's like, okay, you're not really that cool with yeah. anybody. 
uh, <laughs> the chat, y'all are cracking me up. I'm glad everybody liked the episode. I feel like the next two are going to be good. Um, it was all about the reads. No, we haven't watched Watch What Happens Live yet because we're doing the show right now for y'all. We're going to enjoy it later like regular people. Um, yeah. But uh, you guys are cracking me up, but I really appreciate Hey, King okay. Nick. Yes, we do need Tamar. I've been saying that forever. I, I would die. I would die if we had Yeah, I, I don't think Tamar is a good fit, but I think Vuka Fox is uh is biblical fox i think would be would work I, tamar i think is too big for this show it just i don't think it would really fit but um wait but biblical fox is a movie star and tamar is a reality star okay <laughs> well, what has been doing lately and she, i think she was trying to do a little reality right there on lifetime with the with the stripper man or whatever that show was so Vivica needs some money. She needs some I points. love Vivica. Okay? I'm an Independence Day fan. I'm a booty call fan. I'm a 90s boo. I give respect when it's due. And I love me some Vivica Fox. Vivica too. I love Vivica too. It's not her fault that 50 Cent dragged her years ago. That's not her fault. So put her on the show so she can tell us all about it. <laughs> well, you know what? When she was on Celebrity Apprentice with Kenya... Kenya did her so dirty and stole her phone and like tweeted out that, you know, we've talked about this before. You know, we have talked about this before. You know what I mean? So I do think that Vivica might be a good fit. You know, let's yeah, check Vivica, would be, Vivica would be great. Uh, Tamar would be interesting, but just a lot. How about both? Uh, How about both? Why not both? You know what? Vivica I don't think Bravo has that many coins. <laughs> You know what? Vivica Fox could be like the Lisa Renna of Atlanta. You know, that one actress that has transitioned into reality and then yeah. thrives. They could just let Eva go and then they got a little extra coin. Well, Todd Beaton said Eva ain't going nowhere. <laughs> what do you guys think? Do you think Eva should stay? I think she's petty enough. Like, here's the thing. Eva's great for pettiness and like She's great at infuriating people, you know? She's really annoying. But she doesn't have a storyline. I think she should get demoted to a friend. She doesn't have a storyline. Her storyline for the past two years has been her wedding and babies and Kevin. And that's it. I don't think she's brought enough um, since she's been there. Like, to me, I don't think she's added any more than Marlo or Tanya. So why does she have a peach and they don't? So I'm not sure... Um, I know she's been pregnant for two seasons, so like maybe you could, you know, give her a pass, but then I don't know. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I feel like this, the show does need something and she's kind of taking up space of someone who could probably bring something more interesting. Well, um, I do want to talk about the other side of things because, you know, Right now, it's all pretty and stuff, and I love you guys engaging in the live chat. But, you know, a lot of people are going to see this later on, and it was a very... Oh, I apologize about that mic issue. Um, it's a very good episode, so I feel like a lot of people are going to tune in. So I want to give the other side of things. I know we kind of feel like we're very sour towards Kenya, but we're keeping it real. Like, if we just don't like how she behaves, we're going to talk about it. And she usually behaves bad. But I want to talk about how she gave us a little bit of a... 
uh, some good advice tonight. When the whole comments, when Eva was coming on and like all those insensitive comments that she made and we were getting the replay on that and uh, Kenya was explaining it to her, I feel like it was very genuine and it was actually very accurate and intelligent advice and Eva did not want to hear it. And that's, when you don't want to hear it, it's because you know it's true. Um, what do you guys think about that? I want to unpack that because I feel like there is a softness to Kenya. She said tonight, when I love someone, I don't, I'm not combative. You know, there is two sides to me. And for these people that I don't care about, I am going to go hard every single day. And I took that in and I was just like, there I go feeling for Ken again. Um, but it was only for a split second. <laughs> but what do you guys think about this? Let's unpack this. And by the way, um, if you're watching tonight, give my YouTube channel a shout out. Give it a subscribe. Hollywood Leon, please. Because my Instagram is down and I'm very sad. And um, I'll talk about it more on It's Bravo Bitch this Wednesday. I'm back, baby. I'm back this week. And you're going to want to check it out. I have a lot to say. I've been off for a couple of weeks. But, but. Uh, girls, what do you guys think about this? I think you're right. There is a certain softness to Kenya, and I do think she had some really sound advice. But it also, and this isn't attacking Kenya at all. So before the Kenya hive comes at me, this is just comparing. Um, I remember when there was beef going on with Kenya and Mark, and they were at the dinner, like they're at the dinner, all the women, and Nini had some really sound advice for Kenya, and Kenya didn't hear it. That's what this reminded me of because at the end of the day, like, and I, I'm not judging her because if you don't like somebody, you don't, even if they're right, you don't want to hear it. It's all about who it's coming from. So had like Candy or someone else repeated exactly what Kenya said, Eva might have heard it. But because it's coming from Kenya, she wasn't going to hear it. And I don't really blame Eva for not wanting to hear it. Just like I don't really blame Kenya for not wanting to hear it from Nini, you know, a couple episodes back because like when you don't have that relationship there, then it's like there's there's nothing really to build off of. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, Kenya did give some good advice. Although, I don't know, this whole, you know, black girls like me, all of that, it's like, but then on the flip side, she's so caught up in not letting people know she wears a wig and this whole thing about this is really her long hair and I don't know. Like, I think she has her own personal issues about dark skin and hair and colorism or whatever. But that being said, I do feel like what she said was valid. And she phrased it in a way that at least I think Eva could understand because she didn't seem like she was quite getting it. And she didn't seem like she got it before. So it seemed like she was getting it more this time, even if she chose to ignore it or to be like Nini and double down and decide not to apologize. Yeah, I do agree that that comment was kind of weird, like, only because Kenya has been very pick me when it comes to being a black woman. She's been very like, but I have good hair and like, right, exactly. So I'm like, girl, slow, slow yourself down. Don't just be like, just explain to her that it's about, you know, how dark skinned women feel and blah, blah, blah. But don't put yourself in it because you got your own issues. Yeah, I heard what she was saying and I totally like sympathized with it. But I also, at the same time, was a little like, okay, like, okay, girl. And I'm sure that Kenya does those things because she's probably had to deal with so many Evas in her life. But at the same time, I, I, 
it was just who it was coming from a little bit where I was like, okay, like. Um, <laughs> let's vote for MVPs of the night. It was a great episode overall. We really enjoyed it. I will be talking about more about it on its Bravo Bitch podcast and subscribe to Hollywood Leon, like I said. All of you guys are watching. I want all of you guys to subscribe to my channel. You guys, I'm voting for <laughs> MVP when she said this raggedy hoe down here. This raggedy hoe down here. I was all about that. Uh, what do you guys think for MVP of the show? <laughs> of the reunion. Uh, <laughs> okay, for me, I would say... Portia with your breasts are socially distancing from each other. Dead. Hashtag dead. I can't. I was like, oh, I was like, girl, I'll write this down because I know it's a bitch. I'm going to use this one. So Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, go ahead. So Portia, I think she looked great. She was on top of her game. She was serious. She came after anybody that came for her. So for me, it's Portia all day. Absolutely agree with both of you, Portia, from her look to her face expressions, to her reads, to her little mm-hmm, like when someone else was talking, like she was truly just so funny to watch the entire time. But I will say honorable mention would be Candy for me, just because I can't, she's the new bone collector, but I like her being a bone collector more than Sheree, just because Candy really like, she walks, she walks the walk and talks the talk, you know, like. She's not, she's not being shady because she does it with everybody. And I feel like going down memory lane of this season reminded me that Candy really like didn't play favorites this season. Um, uh, well, since you're doing honorable mentions, uh, I, I feel like um, I would give my honorable mention to Nini because I feel like she kicked it off right away. She set the tone of the reunion. You know what I mean? I feel like we all felt like, oh, Zoom reunion, really? But she did not disappoint right away. You know what I mean? The only thing that she did wrong was closing the laptop. I didn't like that. But she did come back and she said she had to pee and that she was, you know, she had to take out her tampon. <laughs> I love that because I was like you're not gonna call her old that's right she was back there taking out a tampon go ahead girl <laughs> I love it <laughs> what's with the ages comments like well you know like I like to I do like to say like these old broads on New York City are always fighting like but I don't feel like I say it in the way like Eva is a straight ageist like she's always coming after the freaking uh, How old, old is Eva? Because to me, I feel like she's not young enough to come that hard. I'm like, well, girl, like said, she's she in her 30s, no right? Chicken. She ain't no spring chicken. That's I don't know. I don't know how old she is now. Yeah. Because it's because Eva has nothing but being pretty and light. There's nothing about her that's like, she's 35 years old at her big age. She has no reason to be dragging people. But at the end of the day, all Eva has is that she's pretty and she's got light eyes and she's light skin. She doesn't have a real career. She doesn't have, you know, a, a booming business. She doesn't have her own house. She had to get married to get a house. Like, there's nothing about Eva that she can stand on her own two feet and say, this is mine. So she has to go for age. She has to go for the colorist comments because she doesn't have anything else to go for. Yeah, that's true. I agree. Well, with that being said, um, we love you guys for watching. We did miss Danny. 
Um, I do want to read a couple more tweets before we sign off. Um, what are you guys expecting from the next couple episodes while I find a tweet to read for y'all? I want to know what the exact text that Portia got from Kenya says. I know she sent it to Cynthia and Andy, but I want to like, I want to see it myself. I need to know. So bad. I agree. I agree. I want to hear more about, um, I don't know, because I feel like so much of this has already taken place on Instagram or social media. Um, I just, I don't know. I want to know who's really getting fired. I've heard Eva and Cynthia have been made friends of the show. So I don't know. I want to see what happens. Um, All right. So my tweet for the night is going to go to uh, Dr. Uh, or XZ Clayton, okay, Clayton, Clayton, hey, Clayton on Twitter. Ooh, Clayton is fine, y'all. Um, he says, <laughs> This is Drew's type, boo boo. You need to look him up, baby. <laughs> he says, Why is Candy so upset about Nini and Portia's apology? Like, girl, has your mother apologized for not showing up to your baby shower because Todd didn't speak to her in public? Like, sis, misplaced energy. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Points were made. Also, yes, Liam, yes. if he's watching the show, he might uh, be more on your team than mine. So, <laughs> that is not true, bro. There's a <laughs> large spectrum of people watching these days, I feel like. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> but he is in Atlanta. I'm just kidding. I don't know where he's at. Uh, I'm just kidding. So um, I love you guys. And it was a great show. Um, Erica, where can we find you? What do you want to promote during this? Course? All right, you guys, you can follow me on all of my social media at E-R-I-K-A-D as in Dora Edwards. I'm on the after show for um, Killing Eve, which is tomorrow at 5 p.m. And uh, I think America's Worst Chefs, which is tomorrow at 9 p.m. So come on back. <laughs> okay, Drew J, you look gorgeous. We love you. We miss you. Um, mm-hmm. I want to come over and play with that puppy. Yes. Uh, where can we find you? You guys can find me on all the things at okay, Drew J, and I'll be releasing um, a new series on sex relationships and all things bad and bougie called Flex in the City. So make sure you guys check it out. Ooh, nice. like that. New projects coming from everyone. We've been at home. Um, we've been working it out. So make sure to do exactly as we say, because we love you guys. And we just want we you do. to continue following us because we really enjoy your support. Thank you for following After Buzz. Um, Subscribe to the channel. Like you can just type in Hollywood Leanne on YouTube. You will find me. Um, thank you. We'll be back next Sunday. And ciao, bye. Ciao, ciao, bye. Now, folks. ciao bye. bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.